It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad Yeah, this is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast We are back Back in your ear canal Another week Black History Year Thriving, still out here you know, about to walk up into August. How you mm-hmm. feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling good. Yeah. Yes, sir. There you, there you go. There you go. Feeling good. Feeling great. Speaking <laughs> of that, I seen a new um, big boy video with him spitting. Really? It was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little clip that's floating around. Uh, it might be part of a full clip, but... uh. Yeah, I try to find it and put it in the world, but yeah, was it a boy, music video or just? It's a, like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a music video. You know, nowadays you could kind of just make your own little visual. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it was a, uh, it was well done. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was lifestyle mainly. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a, like there was a treatment or anything for it. it was like him in a car and him like maybe at a studio that type of thing. But. Mm-hmm. He was getting to it, and he had a dope little hat on that was a playoff of the uh, the Atlanta Hawks hat, but it said cast. Oh, wow. She was kind of tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, it would be kind of ill, because he sounded good. And I was mm-hmm. like, it would be kind of ill if Outkast did some old, just out the blue, just dropped an album. You know what I mean? Just out the fucking blue, because that would fit them, too. Just out yeah. the blue, just put some shit out. You know what I mean? Like, without all of the preamble. Yeah, it will fit them. You know what I'm saying? They could do it. If anybody could, mm-hmm. they could. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> big it's boy. probably not gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, big boy, just you know, the world opening mm-hmm. back up. Big boy trying to put some product out there, get back on that rizzled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what it all comes down to. But it was, it was, it was something. It was something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's up with you though, man? You said feeling good, feeling great. What you been up to this week? Just chilling, man. Working, working. Uh, you know, trying to get the run up together. Um, yeah. You know, it's a it's it's hard to say what you've been doing when you've been doing a whole lot of shit, but it's nothing that you know. What I'm saying it's, it's just a uh, pregame shit. It's like working out. You know, it's like bef- yeah. preseason, preseason workouts in training camp. Right. What'd you do to yeah. oh, man? We, you know, you ran some scrimmages, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's nothing like, okay, yeah, that, you know, that is, is go up on the board or nothing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so just been putting out, you know, pitching, proposals, calls, follow ups, chasing invoices, uh, you know, um, you know, the typical entrepreneurship. Um, right. But, Shit you ain't really had to do in over a year. Well, I ain't had to do in over a year. So it's like mm-hmm. getting back into the groove of like sales. You know what I'm saying? Um, putting something out there every day till you start closing. But in the meantime, right. you just you working at it. You know what I'm saying? You're developing. You're developing your pitch. You're developing your brand. And you're developing the product that you're creating so all this is in development so it's like them weird times where you know it's how it was when we first started the pod it was like you know <laughs> so where you gonna be shit i'm gonna be in brooklyn <laughs> right 
Right, 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 right. Be around, be moving around. Yeah, yeah. As I, as I saw a saying, somebody said, um, "Typically, you don't plant seeds and collect your harvest on the same day." You know At what all. I mean? So, you know, yeah. So you just you get there, you're putting it out there, you're getting that, you tilling that soil. I believe yep. I said that right. I'm not even sure if tilling the soil is is what you're doing. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Any, I, anybody I with that. a green thumb, yeah, would interject, you know, hit us in the comments. Maybe I'm <laughs> fucking up. But uh no, nah, I hear that though. That's what's up. That's good it, to hear. It, it's funny you be putting out those call to actions on the comments. Uh-huh. And, and um the other week when I said, you know, I, when I be uh doing my philosophizing, I always be like sometimes so you can say sometimes in the search and get some of the right. some of the aliisms and shit. Uh-huh. And niggas went and did that shit <laughs> and searched that yeah, shit. Yeah, give them the prompt. Po- <laughs> popping them shits up and sending them to me. And I'm like, wow, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't know they should you like them. Like, do it. <laughs> right, right. They should like them. Like you be like an old past shit from the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like them. That feel like you being haunted by your old thoughts. <laughs> nah, yeah. cause I, I all my thoughts is like still okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably I probably got some shit out there. I probably. Yeah. But a lot of that shit be like, okay, shit, still, still feel that way. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be something new or something you disagree with, but it might be some shit you forgot about. Like, mm-hmm. oh, right, I did say that one. Oh, right, 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 right. That's an old one. You know, mm-hmm. people come up to me sometimes be like, yo, somebody came up to me the other day. Yo, man, you had this one joke about a book bag. That shit was hilarious. And I was like, I had a joke about a book bag. I I don't remember it at all. They was like, nah, nigga, that shit was funny as shit. Now I'm trying to rack my brain. Like, especially when you giving me that type of a dog, that shit was funny as shit. I need to go ahead and figure that out. Put that shit. back in the set. Shit, yeah. niggas, niggas be getting me every week. You're like, yeah, when you said, like, I said that. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, I'm talking about after we get off the pod, I forget all that shit nigga be talking about. Word. It was a conversation. Like, yeah. like it hit you like you know exactly what they talking about. I be like, man, that was three days ago. I don't know. <laughs> but then when you once you no figure clue. it out, you be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did say some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah, man. Oh, well, but while we here, while we here, let's give a shout out to Cameron Barnes out there on the Twitter sphere. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to that man Yeah I saw that He was like Damn motherfucker I don't get no shout out <laughs> nah. yeah, Shout out to Cameron Barnes He was out there He been You know what I mean yeah, A loyal listener Yeah he been riding Yeah 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 Shout out to all the loyal listeners You right. know what I mean Definitely man Yeah and, and and hit us in the comments You know what I mean Let us know Let's let's keep that engagement going I like the engagement right. You know what I mean As long as it ain't no No dickhead shit Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but you know it is what it is. Uh what was I gonna say? Um I'm trying to figure out, you know, like I still feel like this comeback is uh when I say comeback, I mean just like this uh post shutdown, uh open up the world type of thing, this mm-hmm. little transition period to where we may or may not be having another wave. There's, you know, mask mandates coming back in certain places, things like mm-hmm. that. Certain places still, you know, doing takeout. You know what I mean? You can't really be there. Um, some people wear, you know, some people choosing to wear masks, some people not. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's still a little uh it's touch and go just yeah. just um navigating that and then what it's real like what I've realized is like it's not even just that and I guess maybe it's fifteen months of being in the house it's things that may have been uh no brainers it's almost like amnesia on a certain level like I'm trying to rebuild how I program my day. Mm-hmm. You know, like I used to, you know, before, you know, obviously I go out when I got to go out. If I got a show, then I've got a show. That's, that's, you know, that's what I do. And I know to do that. I put it on the calendar, whatever, whatever. That's the reason to do that. Or if I'm like, you know, let me take a walk or do some exercise based shit or whatever. But like, you know, like just programming the day is still kind of, a still a little, little holes in it. Like, uh, you know, like, I'm almost forgetting what I used to do. Now, I know I used to love going to, like, a museum or I'd go to the, the movies or something like that or, you know, I might go to this particular office and, you know, these people don't even do the office thing no more, so that's mm-hmm. kind of out. <laughs> like, it's just kind of, you know what I mean? Like, just reconfiguring mm-hmm. uh, my day, my typically, mostly, like, the daytime stuff, like, you know, like, cause and it's really like now that it's the, you know it's, we're in the midst of the summer, it's so shiny outside, it's so so much bright sun out there. I feel terrible when I'm just in the house sitting around. So mm-hmm. I'm like, man, let me just go outside just to get outside. You know, I'll be feeling like I'm parenting myself. Boy, go outside. You know what I mean? So I just <laughs> go outside, and then and then I'm just I'm outside with no real direction. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I, you know what I mean? I feel like a video game character. You know, we got the video game character that if you don't touch the controller for a while, you see them start kicking their feet. You know what I mean? Or just looking around, whistling and shit. Like, yo, what we doing, bro? Where's your intention? So I'm just trying to build that back, you know, um, get me some new activities. And uh, it's a process. It's a process, man. You know. That's yeah, that's it, something that's been uh, on my mind. Yeah, yeah it, it is limited. You know what I'm saying? Like the stuff you used to be able to do is still limited. Like yeah. I uh-huh. feel it. I feel it on the bookstore, right? The bookstore is open. Right. Barnes right. and Nobles is open, but you can't grab the books and sit down in the cafe. At least the ones I've I've been to. Um, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like ah, that's that takes all the fun out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't want right. to stand up and try to read. You want to get comfortable uh, yeah. and peruse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. so that's one thing. You know, yeah, like the offices, like offices used to just drop by. You know, man, ain't, ain't nobody in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a new world, man. It's it's. I don't know how fast is. I don't think it's gonna be the same as it as we know the same to be, because you know it's right. we inserted this whole thing. So, it's. Now reprogramming yourself and your time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's like you know it's like that quote, you know what I'm saying? You got to learn, unlearn, and relearn. And right now, is unlearning some shit and relearning other shit, and yeah. figuring out how you gonna move in this shit, cause yeah. it ain't stopping. You know what I'm saying? It's just new people coming, figuring new shit out, and then they just doing new shit. And you still standing there waiting on the bookstore to open up. Like, when are they going to let, let the books out? <laughs> <laughs> books? Standing yeah, in front right? of the store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
everybody moving on. Like you can't, you can't be that. You know what I mean? You got to figure out how yeah. to move on, how to get your discovery and your information. And you know what I mean? Cause I basically, I use the bookstore for discovery and mm-hmm. which is, which is quite the, um, the, um, uh, the balance to creating, you know what I mean? So you got creating on one side, but then it's discovery that helps inspire you along the way. And, you know, you just go in there and grab some shit off the shelf and flip a page to whatever you land on. And you're like, oh shit, that's interesting. Oh, oh damn, who is that person? Or that name? Damn, who that? You know, so that's how you would get that. You could do it on, on, on the internet, but it's not the same because in order to, discover on the internet authentically you have to be able to type something in you got to almost know halfway what you want to see before you you know what i'm saying before you can get some responses back so um so you know i don't want the algorithm programming my discovery so you know i i like the bookstore i mean you you'll probably say go to the library because you're a library head right yeah i like a library yeah. yeah, I haven't been in the library since the shutdown. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah so I'm I not don't even sure. The library might be shut down too, though. Right. Or, I don't know, but you know. So yeah, yeah I had to figure out another discovery method. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. being in the world, just being outside, just fucking with nature, and then you know what I mean, and and see what the 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 nature talking about. You know what I'm saying? You might be right. able to get dope information from there. So. The thing is, you just got to change, and that's the main part. Yeah, you just got to go with it and fix something now. I just, you know, it's it just dawned on me, I guess, in the midst of that. Not that I – it makes you identify certain things, but you, I realized loitering was so much of my lifestyle. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just just being out there. Because I like to just be out there. Like, you know, there there is sometimes some intention, like, you know, going to – a library or a bookstore, whatever it is, you know, there's that discovery element, but there's sometimes it's just like, just being in the, just in the mix, you know, <laughs> with nothing more than that, but just like, all right, let me go to this little area. Cause I know it's typically popping over here or back. Like when there was these offices, mm-hmm. let me fall through this office, say what's up to the people that I know over there. You know, it was certain offices where they would just, you know, they got a couch there where we could just kick it and just talk shit for like an hour. <laughs> and you know, they catch you up on what they working on and you finding out, you know what I mean? Like there mm-hmm. is just, it was such a, such a, uh, it was, it was like a, a weird uh, movement of energy. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was flowing, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it all come back. It's just, like I said, at this moment, there's been a disruption. So things are kind of getting back to their, you know, some things may never get back, but just, you know, certain things are, Oh no, that's, that's not there no more. That's out of, like even that, like a lot of places that, you know, places you might want to go get something to eat from or old stores that you used to go to. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't make it through. So right. you're like, oh wow, damn, that's going like it's it's like, you know, just still discovering the casualties right. of this uh, pandemic on every right. level, not just human, you know, right? But uh, yeah, anyway. So, but that's that. That's that's uh, something that I was paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, speaking of outside, I was. Um, paying attention to this rolling loud this year 
And, um, uh-huh. you know, Rolling Loud been around for a minute. But it, it just seemed, you know, of course, this is the revenge summer. Everybody was locked down last year, so everybody out in full force. And so I really, you know, got a chance to look at some of the shows and pay attention to the commentary that was going on around it. And um, that shit is a pretty impressive feat of of uh, cultural entertainment in one space. You know, we talked about festivals and stuff like that. But this mm-hmm. thing, you know, for it to be, you know, it was a festival that took a lot of artists that, you know, you wouldn't, some of, some of which you wouldn't um, associate with big festivals. You know what I mean? Some of which would have, you know, could have just went, the club lane and just popped at the clubs all the time. But like, but talent that otherwise wouldn't get used on some of the bigger festivals, you know what I mean? And, um, and now you see it to where it's a, it's a full hip hop extravaganza. It's probably the biggest thing. That's just all hip hop that I've seen in a minute, probably since what, like rock the bells. Um, but like as a festival, I'm not sure, I, you know, I ain't been in the streets like that, but just from a, a, a armchair observer, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It seemed like they're doing something special. I've never been, but, you know, if I was in that that um, that range of artists, if that was my shit, I would go to that shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would go now if I had something to do, if I was getting paid to be there for something. But, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I might not just buy Buy a ticket and be the old guy dancing to Kodak Black, like the um, <laughs> the lady. <laughs> on, oh, um, she was getting it though. Yeah. <laughs> she was getting it though. She knew every word. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, that was impressive." I was cra- like, the, "Yeah." The crazy part, the post that I saw it on said, "This gonna be us in 2070," which right. I think they <laughs> they've really overestimated how old that lady was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah. think that lady was that old. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. she probably was a good 49 and, you know what I mean? And, and you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, she mm-hmm. didn't look like a 49 that didn't age very well. But oh, I don't think man. she was, she was, yeah. she didn't look like she was no 70 or no shit like that. Yeah. That post where I saw it, I think I saw it maybe on Complex or something like that, but it, it is funny as I'm getting older, you know, like you, you're on a different side of right. culture, right? Just <laughs> right. in the, in the way you're on a, you're on a different view. You got a different vantage point, mm-hmm. right? So like when I was looking at the comments, they were, they weren't being foul, but they was like, all right, grandma got that. She, she right there with it. Okay, granny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And it's like, ah. You know what I mean? Like she's older than you, but don't throw it in the. You know what I mean? Like they killing her. Right. But I did. I you know because what's interesting about that is like um I think and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Shout out to my man Sparky Griswold. We was having a conversation about um just like you know he's got kids and you know like uh. Somehow we got into the conversation of how our parents' generation, like this hip-hop generation, Mm -hmm. there was an actual disconnect musically between our parents' generation and uh, us musically. 
mm-hmm. because between them, hip hop emerged. Like hip hop is not soul, it's not R and B, it's related, but it's not. It's its own genre. Its own rap music is its own genre. You know, you if you were uh, somewhat, I guess, a cool parent, maybe you knew a little bit of it, but oftentimes it was often greeted with, what is that? You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. in the polite sense. You know right. what I'm saying? A lot of it, that's, what's that noise? What's that, that hippity? You know what I mean? All of that shit. Turn so they that not, bullshit off. Yeah, if that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of that. Because it was something that was, um, it was something that, I think they were, they were pointing out, and I forget what the, the most recent sample was, but they were saying, yo, the sample, when Big used... Between the Sheets, mm-hmm. and when Keith Murray used Between the Sheets by the Isley Brothers, it was 11 years old mm-hmm. as a song. Right. And, um, you know what I mean? And then they were saying some song that's like 11 years old now is being used, but it just feels a lot different. And I was right. like, yeah, the reason being is because, you know, back then, your average Isley Brothers fan would probably not be a Keith Murray fan. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas you could be somebody like that woman in that video. She mm-hmm. might have been listening to Snoop and Tribe and mm-hmm. whomever when she was younger. And for whatever reason, she liked Kodak Black. So mm-hmm. she's had like a full damn near lifespan built on hip hop. So there's going to be more. Like, man, I mean, me mm-hmm. and Vlad were having a conversation about like just how nursing homes are going to change. You know what I mean? It's going to be nursing homes playing hip-hop. It's going to be nursing homes with video game systems. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just a different culture generation-wise than um, than what's going on now. But, yeah, salute to homegirl. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Um, it's it's interesting. I thought you was about to make this other point. I seen a a point mm -hmm. made about, like, say you took Biggie did between the sheets and it was an 11-year difference. Now, it's somebody... Sampling hip hop with twenty year difference or twenty five year difference, you know what I'm saying? And that's a hip hop record, right. you know what I'm saying? So, right, it's it's you know hip hop has grown to where it expands a, a wide swath of uh, of ages because of how mm-hmm. long it's been around, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know you're gonna get it. Like I said, I, I would be, I, I, I ain't gonna dance. I might not do catch the viral dance but uh you know i would be out there and listen to that shit right like that 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 actual song that that kodak black song that she was singing i love that beat but i like the Uh Lil wayne version better than the kodak black version just simply off the fact that i heard the wayne version first you know what i'm saying right and i didn't know it was a kodak black song until later and it was like oh no that's kodak black like oh shit that's what's up so you know it's interesting how the politics of age plays into social media when you got everybody looking at the same platform but breaking it down differently in their own little silos so to them shit we ain't gonna be that old till 2070 <laughs> you know what I'm saying then as a, right. as, a as somebody who, who really looking at you like nah you gonna be that old you know what I'm saying 2035 <laughs> you know what I'm saying why you bullshitting but right but it's, it gets weird when you got all of these different ages, all of these different classes, all looking at the same information, and you could see everybody's comment on it. And it's so wildly and vastly different 
from each angle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's wild too because it's so um age is very abstract until you get up on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you you know, like you just don't really have an idea for what it means to be forty when mm-hmm. you're twenty. You know what right. I'm saying? Like when you're twenty, like you you could still be in the mind state of feeling like, damn, if I ain't get my shit done by thirty, I'm washed. Like right. you could and truly feel that in your mind and your bones because your peers are in their twenties, if not even younger. You know what I mean? You might not hang around a lot of people. You might not be exposed to people that are older than thirty that are, you know. Uh, living lives that feel relevant to a life that you would live, you know, outside mm-hmm. of public figures, you know what I mean? But like, you know, like your purview is like your peer group, you know what I'm saying? So you don't mm-hmm. really realize what it is until you kind of get there and then you start, you appreciate different shit. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh uh, man, <laughs> it's like, yo, there's a point where, uh, not to get super fuck it, man. Like, yo, there's a point where MILF porn was a thing. Now GILF porn is a thing. The you know what porn? I'm saying? Like, there's people like GILF, like grandmothers. Oh, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, Lord, indeed. But, yo, there's some grandmothers out there that look all right. You know, there's a lot of that. I just was watching, I was looking at this, this uh, one woman who I follow on the gram, and she's not old at all. She's probably like in her late 40s. If that, maybe even her early 40s, but like, and I'm not even sure if it's uh, died off, it's, it's probably died, but like her whole her whole wig piece is gray. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And that's become a thing, like over the last few years, like a lot of women, like if they grant a little bit, they might go all the way silver. You know what I'm saying? Just their whole shit. But her shit was styled out like in a way where, if it was just like black or brown hair, but it was just the whole shit was gray, the shit looked all right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was just like, I don't know if that maybe because I'm in my forties and I'm like, I you know, I could appreciate that. I don't know how I would feel about that if I was twenty one. Right. But what I'm saying is I just see that. And back yeah. to homegirl at Rolling Loud, I got to put a button on two things with Rolling Loud. What I was more impressed with, not even her dancing, what I I guess I didn't really expect much on the dance tip, but I was just Impressed with the fact she knew every lyric, right? Every lyric, like I was, I watched it a couple times. She knew all of that shit, <laughs> so I thought that was fire. And then uh, there was another. I don't know if you saw. Oh well, just the last put a little bump on um, Rolling Loud though. Well, two. I know you said you wanted to check it out. I think Rolling Loud is actually still on. It's online too. Yeah, which yeah. Is I've been always watching a good it. entry point. Yeah, I've been watching okay. it on. Um the YouTube performances. I've been watching um, okay. all the performances. I got to check them out. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but my man Layton, shout out to my man Layton Lake Show over at Generation Now. He tweeted, he was like, one thing Rolling Loud gonna do is remind you that you ain't 19. And I ain't <laughs> even talking about the music. I'm talking about the walking. Right. <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious. Right. But, uh, yeah, man. Sure. You know. But it's like, what Rolling Loud, what it did was, um, <clears throat> you know, one... This one is, I know they do them in different cities, but this one in Miami, you know what I'm saying, always gets a lot of press because, you know, it seems like every year somebody gets arrested trying to, I mean, an artist gets arrested going into Rolling Loud damn near every year. You know, Kodak Black the other uh-huh. year, Lil Wayne, two people got arrested this year, some of these one, some of these new artists. But uh, it's in Miami. It's in the neighborhood I grew right. up in. You know what I'm saying? 
at the at the Hard uh, Rock Stadium, you know, which was uh Joe Robbie when I was growing up. And who is Joe Robbie? Because I remember always hearing that on the football games. Joe who Robbie Joe was Robbie, the owner of the Dolphins back then. Okay, okay, got yeah. it, got it. Damn, so, that's big. Yeah, was it was it named after him while he was the current owner? That's a flex. Mm, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I think he had just died or something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or got he it. was. You know what I'm saying? Or or he was. Nah. He wasn't. I think he had sold it to um, Ross. This cat. Uh. Somebody. Okay. Um. Ross. But anyway, it's in. It's uh-huh. in. You know my neighborhood. And then um. You know, I was on the gram and yeah. um. Uh. One of our listeners, Sonny. You know he was talking. He had posted a little map of how. You know, Joe, that stadium is right here. He grew up right there. And he never mm-hmm. thought that hip-hop would be in Miami like that. And now it's hosting one of the, the biggest hip-hop festivals. And then mm-hmm. I had to look at the map and then, like, you know, like if he, if he was on the left-hand side of the map, my house was, like, at the bottom right corner closer to the stadium. I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Me too. And, um... And it's and it's real, like you know, at that time, you 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 couldn't see the outside hip hop community in in Miami as big as it is. You know what I'm saying? You had Luke, and Luke brought every rapper that was rapping to Miami for concerts, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Right. But nothing like where it was like, yo, this is. It wasn't until like maybe how can I be down when um when um what's my man name? We talked about his restaurant the other day, Puff. Uh, Nah, Real Housewives. Oh, Peter. Peter Thomas. Uh, Peter, Peter Thomas. Right? Peter Thomas brought okay, How Can I Be Down to Miami. And that was like the okay. first time like the industry just like came in and, and posted up on Miami Beach, though. You know what I'm saying? But right. during the time you just you just couldn't see it. You know what I mean? It was New York or mm-hmm. LA. You know what I mean? But now, you know, you see it real heavy in Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta is the industry right now. And then you're seeing a lot of presence, you know, coming across the bridge inside the city of Miami, which, you know what I'm saying, at the time you couldn't think of it. And um, so he was saying that. And then at the same time, I saw a post that was like, you know, this is the, uh, I guess the 25th, the other day, uh, July 25th was the 35th anniversary of the Two Live Crew first album. You know what I'm saying? Two Live is what we are. Mm. Which basically invented bass music, you know what I'm saying? And like, damn, that's what, like you said. Like between the sheets, when we was growing up, seems like it was so old. You know what I'm saying? Right. When Biggie sampled it, it's like, ah, damn, that's the OGs. That's my parents' mm-hmm. shit. But but right. Two Live Crew was 35 years ago, dog. Wow. <laughs> Nigga, God. You know what I'm saying? That's like right. saying, that's yeah. like growing up, like even growing up in the 80s, like when people talked about the 50s, that was like nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A whole another life. And that's the same thing what what we talking about between Two Live Crew and, and now. And, um, but, you know, while we couldn't see the industry inside our city, that record lets you know that, you know, our city can go anywhere. You know what I'm saying, and mm. and 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 be a part of the the play. You know what I'm saying. When um, right, my homeboy uh, Dallas, he used to own World NYC sneaker shop on the Lower East Side. Oh yeah, yeah. He from the Bronx, yeah. and and we was talking, uh-huh. we was talking about some Miami shit, 
And he was like, yo, when that damn, um, uh, uh, Damn, what's, nah, I can't even think of that. <laughs> Doodle Brown. Dude. When that shit came out, he was like, yeah. um, he was in a skate key. And the first time they heard it, it was like, and, and I could never imagine this happening in the Bronx. So, right. So he in the skate key, and they said that shit came on. He was like, man, they, but their mind was so blown. He was like, yo, we didn't know what to do. It was like, we ain't know how to, we ain't know what to do. We was just banging on the lockers, like, ah! And screaming like we ain't know what the fuck to do, and <laughs> and I knew he was telling the truth because that's exactly how we felt. You know what I'm saying? And we was in Miami. We felt like, oh shit! Like, what the fuck do we do to this goddamn song? You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy. So, um, so it's just it was interesting to know that. You know, even though our style wasn't the majority style and our music wasn't the most popular hip hop, you know what I'm saying, or, or even respected to a certain degree, when that shit came to town, it came to town. Like you could go to the club with it if you couldn't do nothing else. You know what I'm saying? And to mm-hmm. you know, we used to wear that. You know, basically we call that shit "put on your UM hat" when you go out of town, because that's you wearing the whole Miami thing at wherever you go, because it's like. You know, it's a culture like, there ain't no, a lot of other cultures like Miami culture. So when you go, you be carrying that shit with you all the time. Yeah. Yeah, nah, it's definitely its own thing, especially back then. Like, it was so different than anything. And then, that's just the music. Then the visual of it was a whole nother thing. And you like, oh, shit. Like, it's, you know, it's like, it's almost like a whole entirely different set. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like when the DJ go from from rap to reggae, it's a different mindset, you mm-hmm. know. And then as it you know as it got bigger than you know maybe bass music or Miami music, like it started to become when you know I used to call it like booty shake music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was that's what I would hear when I was in college. They say that was the set. Oh, that's the booty shake set. <laughs> I remember, like. That shit is a, it's a vibe. It's a whole different, like, it's a whole different experience, man. Right. I remember trying to, one freak Nick trying to get to this club called The Gate. I think it was way out in Decatur. Mm-hmm. And it was the first freak Nick that I had been to. And we was trying to get to The Gate because it was going to be Luke and Lil' Kim at The Gate. Mm-hmm. So you knew that shit. <laughs> this is freak Nick. So this shit's going to be stupid. <laughs> We never got there because, the, you know, the traffic, traffic. was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> traffic. I think we finally might have got somewhere close. Police was shutting it down. You couldn't even get in by that time. There was no park. Like, it was like the entire highway was a parking lot. Mm-hmm. But it was fun in pursuit of it. Just the thought of going. It's like it's like one of those. It's like one of those. Um, it's like something a movie could be made of. You know, like when the movie's like, we just got to get to such and such. And that's the whole basis of the movie. And everything that happens throughout the movie is in pursuit of getting to this end goal. And at the end of the movie, even if you do get there, you don't get there. That shit is just the finish line. It's not even about that no more. It's about everything that happened on along the journey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, just the thought, like just what that represented. You know, like that was, you know, there was like, and obviously Luke is the guy for the um, parental advisory 
sticker for explicit mm-hmm. lyrics and shit like that, right? So right. there's like obviously there's gangster rap that's explicit, but when you when I think about like Miami bass or Luke and you know the live show and all of that shit, like it's its own category. It is like no, this is this is why they got the sticker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is the sticker <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, man, it's it's a different vibe. It, yeah, it, it, it was yeah. it was funny. It was funny because like when. Throw the D came out, which was the first one, right? The first, their first uh-huh. single as a as doing that type of music. Two Loud Crew existed before they right. came to Miami, before Luke brought them to Miami, and <clears throat> but when they made the song Throw the D, it was no other song in the world that sounded like that. You know what I'm saying? It was its own thing. It was like a, a brand new invention, and to be there and see it grow into a whole genre just for another town to be like oh that's booty shake music like it spanned from like one song and you know everybody like Luke really absorbs all of the credit you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. it was his record company you know what I'm saying he was the front man out the while but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I really like to give a lot of credit to actually crafting that sound to Mr. Mix you know what I'm saying because mm. he, he wasn't made the beats and he won cut scratched all the nasty shit on top of it, you know what I'm saying? And and made it to what it was. His scratching was like beyond it just being a danceable beat. The nigga was a, a fucking artist on that scratching shit. Cause the way he was scratching was a lot different than what at the time it was basically you had Jam Master J doing the jiggy 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 jiggy. And his nigga was in there playing that shit like Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then later you started to hear like Jazzy Jeff coming out of Philly and a lot of Philly DJs was really crazy scratches and shit. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But to hear that shit at that time, 1985 or some shit like that, and <clears throat> it was mind-blowing. <clears throat> yeah, I, I can imagine. I can imagine being up close to see that shit. Right. And it's, and it's you know... Early, early stages as that shit was starting to but blow up. The, like you was in the right. in the beginning of that bitch. Where yeah, we was in the we was in the skating rink. That where they was, was at the, when they in was the laboratory. Yeah, like you know, yeah. We were the guinea pigs mm-hmm. on that shit. We gonna play it for these kids. I'm one of them kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. but then as that shit grew, I was in college, but I happened to be home this particular weekend. When um when I Wanna Rock came out, the first time we heard I Wanna Rock, first time I heard I Wanna Rock as a song. But uh-huh. the thing about it was that beat, I had already heard that beat before. You know what I'm saying? Because the cat who produced, I think Devastator made that beat. He had, uh-huh. he gave it to this group of dancers that used to dance like all around talent shows and shit like that. Like some dudes, like, you know what I'm saying? Back, back when, you know, like the dudes had these dance groups and shit and do the do the booty shake shit or the, you know, throw the D shit at the time is what we was calling that shit. And and they had that beat and was killing shit, going around just killing shit. A dance group called No Good But So Good. And them niggas would just go around town killing shit. And then Luke had a club and that one of the nights at the club, they just played that I wanna rock shit. The whole shit just went crazy. And them niggas was in there. And they didn't know that Luke had the beat. So them niggas was upset. 
Cause the, I guess the producer mm. sold it to Luke, like yo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Luke made a song out of that shit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Man. So, so the okay. niggas was like, ah, the niggas was upset. Niggas stormed out the club, and everybody was just wild and rocking. Nigga, niggas just wasn't even paying no attention to it. I just happened to see them niggas like visibly upset and storming out. But that shit changed everything. That song right there was crazy. Mm. Is that the one that you think is the uh, the breakout record? No, no. I mean, he had plenty of records before that. It was just when I Want to Rock was the pinnacle. I Want to Rock became the, you know what I'm saying? That was right, the pinnacle right, right. of bass. After that, you know what I'm saying? It was, you know what I mean? It started dwindling. But that right. was the, the highest it went. I Want to Rock. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. Gotcha. It was plenty yeah. of, see, he had plenty of songs in between, you know, from Throw the D to Move Something to Get It Girl to, you know, to JT mm-hmm. Money had uh, Move, uh, move Something, not Move Something, uh, Shake What Your Mama Gave You, but Move Something was big mm-hmm. too. Move Something was the first one that had the um, the scantily clad girls, you know what I'm saying, which mm-hmm. basically yeah. ushered in, you know, stripper culture for real, for real. That was the first time that right. was used in hip hop in that manner. Mm-hmm. Luke dances. That was the first video that had them down two live crew girls. So it's a lot. When I was in college, mm-hmm. I would obviously say I want to rock is a huge, it's a huge record and you know it's classic. But when I was in college, I remember Scarred was that shit. Right. Like that was the that was the one right then. Like when that shit that was like that was like the Benjamins of the of the you know what I mean of that set. Like when that right. shit came on, right. oh, that it was it was a problem. That shit, yeah, man. That was, that shit was a record. moment. Yeah, man. Oh, that shit was fire. I got I might listen to that after I get off. <laughs> I ain't heard that shit in a minute, but that shit would change. That would change the entire mood, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Shout, oh, out, shout out to Uncle oh. Al, cause that mm-hmm. that that beat the um mm-hmm. the song they sampled the Barry White song that they sampled. Uh, mm-hmm. Uncle Al was the one that popularized that record in Miami. Like, just he was you okay. know he used to dig in the crates and just bring back shit. Like he was playing Barry White. Like that shit was brand new. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Barry right. White was 20 years old at the time. You know what I'm saying? So he was yeah. he would, he'll. Just he'll pull out some shit and just be riding on top of it and do all his little chants and all that shit on top of it. Right. Um, and I shit, I would venture to even say because he at first when he was the one saying that shit before that shit was on that record talking about Santa Claus coming, Santa Claus. Uncle Al was saying that shit yeah. as a street DJ. You know uh, what I'm saying? So uh, and, and even even the phrase "Don't stop, get it, get it" is attributed yeah. to Luke, but. All Miami DJs was saying that shit all my life. That was just a popular thing DJ said. Don't stop, get it, get it. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They, that was just what they would say as they rocking. Um, but Luke put it's it like on the, the record. And you don't stop. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Huh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was right. just some shit okay. Miami nigga said. But Uncle Al yeah. was the one saying that Santa Claus coming and playing that, uh, that it's Together Brothers uh, theme song. It's a movie called Together Brothers. That sample comes okay. from that was the theme song to that movie. Barry White did it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out too. Is that what he said? I thought it was Cat Keep Coming. Is Santa Claus coming at the beginning? He said he said Santa Claus coming. Then he said Cam D's coming. Like he he say he, they say all kind of shit in the song. Verb coming, okay. trick coming, but 
Okay, got it, got Uncle it. Uncle Al, yeah. was, he used to be like, Santa Claus coming, Santa Claus coming, ding, 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 ding. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Just ride out on it. <laughs> right. That's dope, man. I, I always appreciate dope DJs that do something like that. Like, just play something that's 20 years old, but it's so dope that I know when I play it, you're going to feel this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not the obvious, like... That's that's the that's the curation. That's the you know that's mm-hmm. real tastemaker shit. That's that's not as it's not as abundant. Well, I don't want to say that because maybe I'm not in the world like that. But right. to those DJs that do that, man, I, I really I salute y'all because that's a, that's the talent. I feel right. like the rest of it is like just being a record player. Right. You know what I mean? Like you could play what's hot. Like that's already proven. But if you could you could still break some things and and create a point of view. Mm-hmm. That's some of the best. That's some of the best parties and some of the you know best functions when when the DJ you know and if you don't know that DJ by the end of the night you asking who that DJ was mm-hmm. rather than oh yeah they just played you know they played the same shit that every other club playing tonight right. you know what I mean like yeah but that's a that's a that, I don't know if it's a lost art but it is an art for sure no, I mean it, it's not lost but in order to really be that <clears throat> you had to. Mm-hmm. You had to have a a platform, like you had to be like Al was outside, like outside, outside. Like they setting up speakers on the corner, and they there every Sunday. They had the underground radio right. station. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he had a place to do that shit, and the, you know what I'm saying. So it's not always you under pressure to make people dance, but once you do that shit every day on the underground station, and you playing that shit every Sunday on the Ave. Everybody know it's you because right. it's like repetition, repetition. You know what I'm saying? And so right, by right. the time it got on Luke Record, that shit had been in the streets just repetitively over the last few years. You know what I'm saying? And and right. and it's like every time you hear like, oh shit, these niggas riding out. You know? <laughs> yeah. So and I think too to add to just even the platform part of it, even probably even before that, I think you got to have a love for music mm-hmm. and. You gotta have, you gotta have the heart to play that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's very, you know, like it, you could clear the floor, and that hurts. <laughs> right. If you have a DJ and the, the niggas walk off, that is that that'll hit your ego right there, Bing Bow. So right. you know, just that, uh, just but you gotta you gotta love music. So when you love music, it's like, oh nah, I know, I know how to. It's it's almost like it's almost like getting dressed. You know what I'm saying? Like you might mm-hmm. not be looking at the most obvious things, but you you could see the through line between that shirt and them sneakers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> From this year ago. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this this record came out, but I when I listen to that, it makes me think of this. And I don't mm-hmm. think people see that connection, but I'm gonna bring it to them and they're gonna be like, Oh, you know, like, that, yeah, that that's 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 fly. That shit easier um, to do. When your ass outside uh, every day and you, you always got oh, yeah. somewhere to go and you always, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to make that connection between that shirt and that shoes and get people to pay attention to it when they know you mm-hmm. you coming outside every day. You know what I mean? And that's right. like right, when right, you right. just in the house and you thinking about it it's, and then you, you try it one day and people are like, okay, they, yeah. they, they might miss it that day. So right. all of this shit is a, all we saying here is you got to be consistent about whatever it is, if you want that shit to catch on and you want to be able to leak and break new things, first you got to get people's attention, you know what I mean? And keep mm-hmm. people's attention and, you know, continue doing it and doing it and doing it until you're in that place where you are an authority to 
play what you want and 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 people gravitate to whatever you're doing because they know you're gonna be riding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a lesson of it's a lesson for us all in that somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man, speaking of booty shake. Uh, I don't know. I've been looking at this. I've been having this as a topic for the last few weeks, and I've been meaning to bring it up. But I, I don't know if you've been paying, if you see this on your, maybe my algorithm is different, but I've been seeing, <laughs> I've been seeing what I call, like, massage fucking, you know? Shout out to Atlanta, because they had a, a paperboy had a record called Muckin'. That's massaging and fucking. <laughs> and that's what I think about when I see this shit. It's like these couple cats that are doing these like real erotic massages. And obviously I'm sure erotic massage has been around for a long time. Mm. But this shit just look like sex choreography. Like it, it don't even really look. I mean, I don't want to say don't look therapeutic because it could right. be, but it don't look like it, it does not look like traditional massage. Right. It looked like it looked like some old X video type shit. There is not just, you know, you know, a massage is going to be a massage. You know what I'm saying? They're going to hit the hit the shoulders, hit the legs, hit the back. You know what I mean? Like the, you know, the the neutral areas. Uh, it might, it might hit some, some, some butt cheeks, you know what I mean? It might hit the buttocks a little bit. This, this is going, this is going right there. This is like, this right. is, this is like worship. This right. is going all in there. Then it's like, there's moments where there's like, they put in the, they put in the woman in different positions. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This ain't just lay across the little massage table. Nah, this is arch your back. Poke your ass out like this. I'm gonna slap your ass a couple times. I don't know what 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 uh therapy that's giving, but I'm gonna slap your ass like I'm really hitting this. Uh there's some that, hair that, pulling. That, you no, know, it probably it was probably um, you know. It is oh, it's stimulation, yeah, I'm sure. Stimulate stimulation yeah, dopamine. Sure. It's, you know what I'm saying? Gets gets absolutely. the gets the hormones going, you know what I'm saying? Racing to the brain, blood you. moving, you know. Look at you! You sound like the the ambassador. You sound like <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you know, I, the dopamine. I, I, don't, I don't. I mean, <laughs> so slap on the ass. Yeah, they you know need you. Probably get the dopamine going. I mean, shit. You know, absolutely. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I would imagine, but it's not. You know, like I don't know if they doing that at Bliss. You know what I'm saying? This no, is a different type of thing. they doing that at Bliss. They doing that on the internet, <laughs> right. and it's accompanied by mm-hmm. a meme. Would you let your girl do this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah, I see that too. Yeah, I see those too. But yeah, I've seen them without even that that question. Mm. Like that's where probably where I first got introduced to it was like, okay, I see where they setting it up at. But then I I started to see, I guess because I seen that, I started to see like this and nice little. She was like, that's like a thriving market out there with cats out there that's getting to it, and you know they'll have a whole. Account full of videos. This is mm. what we doing over here. Call, hit me in the DMs. This is what we doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like, I don't know if they say it, but it's almost like, you know, when you see, um, it's almost like it needs a disclaimer. Because, you know, like when you see certain accounts, like weed accounts, where they're, you know, quote unquote, uh, farmers, like they're growers, they grow mm-hmm. the weed. So they'll have a bunch of photos of the, the latest harvest and the crops and up close 
photos of the of the, the plant, the buds, and all of that. But it's always like, this is not for sale. This is just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for, uh, you know, just for, you know, just these. This is just to show you how it's done. This is not mm-hmm. for sale. Please do not DM me. It feels like, and I might even seen it. It feels like there needs to be a disclaimer. Ain't nobody getting fucked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if you want a massage, because this shit be wild. That shit be wild. I was like, yo, this shit is interesting. Yeah, but, man. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's probably a, a good vocation. You know what I'm saying? They probably got a steady client base where you could, you know, you don't, you don't have to... I guess they don't have to get involved with any type of uh, real physicality or or emotions. It's just pure physical uh, relief without release. And you know what I'm saying? I could could imagine there is a a market for it. You know what I'm saying? So, shit. Shout out to the entrepreneurial um, Mavericks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Mavericks yeah, Shout out to them Shout out to them <laughs> Slapping ass <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah man um, What else man Did you see <laughs> Did you watch any of the Kanye Album listening in Atlanta I, um, I popped in but it was like on um i iTunes or whatever, and the video wouldn't play a lot of the time, so you know what I'm saying, and then uh, it wasn't really much to look at no way, but you know so I popped in and heard a couple of couple of tracks, okay, yeah, I saw it I saw I caught the tail end as it was going on, and it was interesting, like uh I you know Kanye is a one hundred percent original. You know what I mean? Like, you call him a weirdo. You call you like, you know, he is he's Kanye. Kanye is consistently Kanye, and it's some other shit, right? Mm-hmm. And what I respected about, one of the things I respected about the whole thing was just the pure audacity. Kanye's <laughs> audacity game is, is out of here. It's different. Mm-hmm. So this man, and, and it was like, I was, I was super impressed. This man sold out. The Mercedes-Benz Stadium to hear the record. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a playlist. It's to play the record. And the record wasn't even done. Like there's there's verses missing, whatever, whatever. But mm-hmm. that that was that's not unordinary for Kanye, unfortunately. But um what was so ill just set-wise, just how it looked, was that shit was packed and it was just empty field. And yay. And his red gap jacket with no zipper and his new, you know, his new Yeezy boots. Just him playing that whole field dolo. You know what I mean? I don't even know if he had a mic, but just walking around, feeling his shit, maybe lip syncing, you know what I mean? Pointing in the air a little bit, standing, stopping, like all eyes on him. Like it was. It was the wildest showcase to see that. That shit was, it was something to behold. Like, yo, this cat here, that's another level. I've never, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to go out there. When they play that shit, I'm just going to walk around. Mm-hmm. And they're going to feel me. And I'm going to walk around for the whole album. And y'all going to feel this shit. We might bring a few things back, whatever, whatever. And uh, at the end of it all, 
I'm not dropping that shit. <laughs> Which is also <laughs> funny to me. Because I was like, I said to somebody, we, oh, the group chat, we go back and forth about it. And I said, yo, I bet you this shit, I just have a feeling. First of all, it didn't sound completed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there were certain records where it just was, you know what I mean? There was no, no verses. And I'm like, I don't think he's just going to do that many instrumentals on a record, especially mm-hmm. a record named after his mom's. So I'm figuring he's going to name it after his mom's. So he's going to try to really go all the way. And this is kind of somewhat, I don't want to say a pivotal moment for him, but it's a, you know, it's a moment, you know, he's still kind of winning back certain people that, you know, were not messing with his whole MAGA, his MAGA movement, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, a couple other different things. You know, Kanye seems like, at least the last four albums, he's always kind of got to make the album that can go against the last thing that he did to where he got to win some folks back. So, mm-hmm. um, but I was like, yo, there ain't no, I, I truly doubt. I can't, I don't believe that this is going to be available at midnight. I just don't believe this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm sure. And it was a lot of people was like, yeah, I'll take the, I'll take that back because I'm pretty sure that shit's not happening either. But, um, and it didn't happen. It comes out now, supposedly going to come out August 6th. But, um, it's interesting. I know we want to get into a, a bigger conversation about Kanye in itself, but, um, uh yeah, the only thing one thing that did surprise me in the moment, which I was happy to see, was when I heard the whole verse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, wet and toast flow still. Mm-hmm. But um when I when I heard that whole verse, I was like, all right, I'm glad that they, you know what I mean? They seem to have maybe, you know, repaired their the relationship or at least on speaker terms and at least working together. Mm-hmm. Again, Hope said, you know, it might be the return of the throne. That was kind of cool just to hear that. Just more so than the verse itself, because the verse itself was whatever. I mean, I, it was some shit on there, but I haven't, I got to listen to it when I get the album. But just, <laughs> you know, if that ever happens. Right. But, you know, I was like, this shit is like, at this point, it might as well be an NFT. You know what right. I'm saying? It's just that performance. Right. But um, it was cool to, to see that uh, Hove and Ye uh, uh, mess with each other again. They're cool again. Uh, what are your thoughts and um, uh, yeah, know. talk to me. <clears throat> I mean, I don't buy that much into you know saying them breaking up and getting back together and all this. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't put too much on it because I feel like Yay calculates all of this. You know what I'm saying? I think he's very you know plots it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Da 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 da. We'll, we'll do the mega shit. Get this popping over here. And then I'm gonna get the blacks like back like this. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna post up in the A. You said yay. I thought you said yeah, J. You said yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, Jay is okay. calculating too, but you're talking about yay. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He on the campaign to do things back black. You know what I'm saying? He brought in, you know, a lot of this black cats that he used to work with that he got rid of. You know what I'm saying? John Monopoly. And you know what I'm saying? A lot of the Chicago cats that was, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't rocking with during a certain era. He brought all them back. Now they doing all the black shit. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It feel like to me. It's just me. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, next thing I'm going to do is I'm going a, I'm to a return to the black and, and, you know what I'm saying, and and capture that shit all over again. Watch this. Well, I'm going to do it. Then he bring up, I need my black team back on squad. You bring everybody back, you know what I'm saying? They plotted out, we're gonna do this thing in the A. 
Then I'm going to stay and then, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to rent out the whole dome to finish the album in the A, which is the blackest city in America right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just feel like it's a it's a whole, I always feel like he has a, a marketing plan. You know what I mean? Boom. He got the MAGA people. He got the, the, the hype beast and the, you know what I'm saying, that's his solid core of people, right? His older audience, you know what I'm saying, some of them fell off. He gonna bring them back into the fold and and gain that respect of the the black audience, and that's how he he the return of the Messiah, or whatever the the <laughs> prodigal child, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying, whatever the marketing uh, strategy is. It just feels like to me that's what it is, and it's interesting to watch because it's working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. I'm I'm peeping it, but that shit that shit working. People are legitimately um, at odds with themselves sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, nigga, the MAGA shit that was crazy, but you know, yeah, is a generational talent, and I gotta, you know what I'm saying? It's it's similar, and you know, people would never agree to say it. It's similar to the R. Kelly fans. You know what I'm saying? They like shit. I know he did that shit, but you know, it's R. Kelly. This shit is, you know what I'm saying? This 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 man is amazing. Now I don't want to put that type of energy on Ye, but the MAGA shit and coming back, it's like the same type of conflict that you had to go through if you were a fan of his. To like, ah, oh, shit, this nigga did some wild, weird shit, but he called Ye. I gotta fuck with. It. I gotta at least listen to this shit. So, you know, I I look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a little removed yeah. from Ye. So I could, I could, I'm looking mm-hmm. at it from more of a, a macro perspective and not as a, as a, a, a genuine fan, but I respect, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Again, there's lessons to be learned in, you know what I'm saying? Or like you said, audacity and, and strategy and actually just playing the whole field and just, just attempting to do things that people thought was impossible. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where he plays. He plays it like, you know what? I'm going to go fuck with the most vile white man and then come back. Watch that shit. (laughs) Move to Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Build my base. You know what I'm saying? Build my base of of people who didn't even fuck with hip-hop like that. And then I'm going to come back. Do that shit at the top, nigga. I'm going to kill all this shit. And all I'm going to buy my Gap clothes and my Adidas. <laughs> and that shit working. Mm. Well, I'll say uh, Gap clothes, Adidas aside, this is the thing I, I peep with Yay. I get to your point, R. Kelly, uh, other people. It's, uh, I, I always say, never underestimate the strength of the jam. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you could put together some shit, and especially if you've established yourself as somebody that could make records that are, like, defining, like, they, they like, they put you in a time and place, you know what I mean? Like, and you could do that consistently. Like, you really know how to, you're gifted musically. You know what I mean? Like you know how to cut through, and it comes it comes every so often. I don't. That's mm-hmm. not everybody. Some people are good. Some people aren't. You almost you always kind of get a you could get a shot. You get another chance because you good at that shit. 
I do find I do find that um like you saying his um I'm going black again. I think he did that in that last album cycle too. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it was the Jesus is King or whatever. Yeah, the Jesus is King. You know, going to the churches yeah. and the HBCUs. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that was one Chicago step. radio crying. Now he got back with John Monopoly and all right. of that back then. Right. Like he was, you know what I mean? All of that. He even said it and like I went, I'm going back to I'm coming back to Chicago. I want to live right. here in Chicago, all of that other shit. Right. I you like I I kind of look past all of that like, and maybe because because I was a big Kanye fan, but it like the the antics, um, the antics was I wasn't like looking the other way because they you know like look you could you could do whatever you want to do politically. I'm I'm not somebody that's like easily led by what people believe politically. Like, that ain't my thing. Um, if that's how you, you know, if that's how you feel, that's what you feel, that's who you put in your, you know, I might side-eye you. I might look at you crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not following you. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, that's some other shit. You on, you on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? But if I, you know, like, the reason that I even... Rock with you is based on music. If the music is dope, depending, you know, depending. There's certain things you could do where it's like, whoa, whoa, all right, chill. But like, and and the Trump shit was it was right on that line. You know what I mean? The Trump shit was right on that line because it was just like. But then my thing with Kanye is, uh, I see them two similarly. You know what I mean? Obviously, Trump is probably a little bit more extreme in the way of you know, uh, Trump is a white guy who has no problem, uh, you know, enabling race, emboldening racism, race, racists, or, you know what I mean? Leveraging racism or, you know, he had a, obviously a huge platform, the president's, you know, the, the, the office of the president to, to affect way more people than Kanye would, you know what I mean? In a way that's way more harmful. So, but as far as like, ego goes and as far as you know what I'm saying like um, it goes from the audacity could also melt it could kind of bleed into stunts and you know what I mean like shenanigans and shit like that so like I see that I see he could get on his little P.T. Barnum type shit you know what I mean and sometimes it's impressive sometimes it's like you know, ugh, I don't. You know, sometimes it could be cringe. Sometimes it could be like a swing and a miss. But the fact that he go for it is crazy. But typically, what grounds it all is when the album is delivered and it's a dope album. It's been a while since he had a dope album. He's had some pretty decent albums. I don't think he's ever had a whack album. Still, like I think that you know maybe that's just because I'm a little biased. But I don't think he's had a super trash album. I think he's had disappointing albums for himself. Similarly, like the Jay-Z. I don't mm-hmm. think Jay-Z has got a bad album. You know what I mean? There's some albums that are less, you know, they're not as good as the others, but he's comparing himself to, he's compared to his own catalog. Um, I think more so than anything, what killed me with Kanye is the music declining and then not delivering on that shit. Like, this might be the third project where it's not, like, it's almost like now you starting to look like that deadbeat artist. 
You know what I mean? Like, especially when you go through this grand, you know, like these grand gestures, you having a a big ass listening party at, in a stadium, similar to when you had the listening party at the garden and all of that shit. But then we still working on the album. The album ain't going to come out for a little while. We still working on it. Or we changing it every day. Or then we working on this album. It's supposed to drop, but the drop date comes and goes. I don't really say nothing about it. A year or more passes, and now you revving up the thing for the same album that was supposed to drop over a year. It's like, come on, what's going on? <laughs> like, that shit is more disappointing than all of the other shit, and it makes it even harder for the music. Because now I'm like, man, this shit got to be out of here. And I ain't really hear a whole lot of out of here when he was playing it in that stadium. It was okay. <laughs> It was mm-hmm. alright, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't hear no, I ain't hear the redemption song. Right. I didn't hear the, I didn't hear the, you know what I'm saying? I ain't hear the step in the name of love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't hear, I didn't hear that this time. So right. we are gonna see what happens. Man, but, yeah, man, you know, he trying. Um, but when you when you say like, I think I look at him and Trump in the same way. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit that that uh-huh. Trump was that Trump represented in his in his um run-up campaign or whatever it wasn't i mean he was racist but it wasn't he wasn't redneck racist the people that he appealed to you know what i'm no. saying he put on a show to appeal to a certain artist he don't give a fuck about switching codes and shit like that that's how i look at kanye like he don't give a fuck about switching and doing shit that you know what i'm saying it's like all right i'll do mm-hmm. this over here i'm gonna you know what I'm saying i'm gonna you know it's provocative i'm gonna get him going you know what i mean so I look at him at the same, and and I I would you know while Trump in the office of president had power to do shit that was more dangerous than Ye, as far as influence, they on the same platform, talking the same shit on the same news. Trump gonna get probably more burned because he is the president, but I wouldn't discount the the. Um, the the shit that Yeas was saying at the time and the shit that he was promoting as any less dangerous to me, you know what I mean? But that's just yeah, me. yeah. No, I hear you. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think yeah. I think I don't know about. Um, I just think that Trump shit was a little way more widespread. You know what I mean? And I can't I can't really um, but who I can't really gauge either one of their. They both have enormous influence. And, you know, uh, but I just also add the fact that Trump was also like, you know, he had the tools and the the access to affect policy. And you know what I mean? Like write shit into law and put judges into place that would really like Kanye will affect culture. And you know what I mean? And and um maybe affect the way people think or whatever, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, uh, highlight people that may not be able, they shouldn't get that. But like Trump could put motherfuckers in full position. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they could, you know, so but, that's but why when, I see the difference in that. No, nah, but when you, when you're running yourself as an agent of the motherfucker who's pulling the, the laws and the shit, but you're representing as an agent of him, shit, you just as, you know what I'm saying? You just as bad. You running right. Like the, the people you influences are, are influencing are running right into the same trap that was laid by Trump. And they might not have been running up that trap if 
you wasn't out here pushing that shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you you know, you're an agent or you're a pawn or whatever. Who knows? But you, you definitely leading these motherfuckers to the slaughter on a certain level. You know, right. yeah, you, you're a promoter. <laughs> you're a promoter, right. but you you still like a sub-promoter. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got your crowd. I got my crowd, but I own this club. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, we'll see what happens. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's... It's funny, man. It's kind of like, I, you know, I was looking at the whole shit. Um, like I said, more of the, I was more so struck by like the audacity, like just the, um, I guess the spectacle of it all. You know what I mean? Like, um, as far as everything else, I think I'm not, at, I'm not, I, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm a little burnt out. On Kanye, a little exhausted, especially, like I said, uh, and most of it has to do with, one, the music has kind of declined. Uh, I think he still has the potential to put some dope shit. I like the little Shikari Richardson uh, commercial. I thought that was kind of cool. It just kind of set a mood. I don't know if it's a great song, but it set a mood for a commercial. Mm-hmm. But just the, 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 like, the fucking deadbeat of it all, the whole, like, yo, we gonna really work this anticipation. <laughs> But I ain't, I ain't really got shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, like you, like you know what I mean? Like when you start getting that on you, this motherfucker ain't about shit. You know that's hard to get off you. That's hard to get off you. That motherfucker be on some bullshit. You know, motherfuckers give you the preface. Yeah, that motherfucker right there be on some bullshit. <laughs> it's a you got to dig yourself up out of that shit. He got a little bit of that on him, so we'll mm-hmm. see. But um, it is what it is. Um. I, I want to talk about want to talk about raising Canaan. Did Bird. you see the latest episode? You see the latest episode? I they, did. You know, I did. I think it's only right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, What's no. your thoughts? What you think? I think the jury. Unless that, you want to talk about some other shit. No, 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 no. I think the jury that Joey Badass <laughs> that they got Joey Badasses in is hard. They 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 getting the jury right on some of these characters. Um, some of them wearing it a little crazy, like, you know, saying outside the collar type shit on some of them. But the jur- jury that um, Joey Badass is wearing is some real truck truck jury shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times TV shows get that wrong. And um, uh-huh. I think they're getting it They're getting it right on this show. I like that. Oh, yeah. Now, they they, they killing on the, on the styling and all of that. Even, like, just... Selling the boosted low, like even that, like mm-hmm. that little part of it all, like they, yeah, they, they're winning as far as the feel, the feel. It looks, you know, it's it's they set the scene real good, and I like the storytelling, man. I'm like, and so far, I'm really feeling Rocky. I'm really feeling how she's coming through, how the how the moms is, mm-hmm. how she making it happen. Patina Miller, that's the actress. Mm-hmm. I like. uh She's she's working that role like she's uh this 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 show has made me like it's in the power universe mm-hmm. but from episode one it's only two episodes in but like and obviously I guess because they don't have to have any I mean outside of Kanan and this is young Kanan so it's not as obvious they don't have any real um beyond the name they don't really have any 
ties to the previous power universe, you know, power IPs. You right. know what I mean? The, the beginning power. I mean, outside of Canaan and, right. you know, Queens and all of that shit. But, like, this feels like a period piece. So much so that, like, I I can forget when I watch it, at least these two episodes so far, that this ain't related to power. You know what I'm saying? Like, power book two, Tasha pop up, Tariq popping up. Um, What's my man's name? The, uh, the, 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 um... The agent, I forget his name, the white guy that was always trying to get ghost, could mm-hmm. never get ghost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rashad pop up, obviously, because that's also that era. Right. You know what I mean? Like that was that was later day or whatever. This it's all gonna lead to that at some point. Right. But right now in this moment, it feels like it feels like its own right. separate vibe, like its own entity, its its own thing. Right. And yeah. um Go ahead. Uh, well, and just to that point, like, the way that, like, Raquel is holding it down, just in these two episodes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like her as a protagonist. I like how we seeing, we seeing a lot of the shit. Obviously, we see it through Kanan's eyes, but she, she leads the story, too, mm-hmm. and it's a different approach. It's right. different than Monet. It's different than Ghost. It's, right. uh... I like it. I like it. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, as a good origin story should. It should feel like its own thing. But I'm sure the young ghost and the young Tommy is going to come into play at some point because they knew each other as 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 the youth. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll come it'll come along as as Kanan starts getting further out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I'm I'm wondering when that happens. You know what I'm saying? Whether that happens in right. this this season or not. You know what I mean? So. Um, right. while it, it is definitely gives you a whole nother vibe. It is also, I also like the fact that it's connected to a story that we already know, you know what I mean? So uh-huh. with, uh-huh. okay, we looking at Canaan and how he becomes Canaan and, and really in power, you know, Canaan kind of popped in and out. He was a major presence in the show, but he right. wasn't like your right. daily fixture. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know a whole lot about him. You know what I'm saying? We just knew right. he was dangerous. He was in jail. He got out. You know what I'm saying? He was causing some yeah. troubles here and there. And, and then he became Tariq's stepdaddy and shit. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not real stepdaddy, but you know uh-huh. what I mean. Um, so uh-huh. it's good to kind of see where they take that and, and then they could really dig into how he became the you know the legend that he was to them, to Ghost and, um, mm-hmm. and Tommy. So... You know right. what I'm saying? Because he was the one they said that, that taught them the streets. You know what I'm saying? So Canaan right. right. taught Ghost and Tommy. So it's like, when is at what point in Canaan's criminal career does he become that guy? And right. we get to explore that in this show in a way that we couldn't yeah. empower. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they explore that for a little while before they bring the power thing in there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on how they do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, it depends on how they do it. But, like, I, I hope they kind of rock out with this. It's cool to see a whole new ensemble. You know what I mean? Like, it's totally, these. this is a lot of new stories. Obviously, you know, Jukebox has, she's she appears in the later shit, and, you know, obviously Kanan and, and a few other people. But just to see some of this shit flesh out, it's going to be kind of, you know, it's been interesting. 
you know. Like mm-hmm. I'm fucking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like uh I I it was sad to see how that whole shit played out. The whole we gotta pull a Reggie Jackson. And I was like, oh, what's this? And then I, you know, you get it at the end. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um just just how uh you know how cunning the moms is like how Rocky, how she just put that whole shit together, like immediately. But then like, you know, it's like, it's, it's funny because there was that conversation between her and Joey badass or unique, right? When he was saying, look, you know, I know you a drug dealer. I know you're in the streets, but you also a mother, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like my son didn't come from inside me, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. So you're dealing with a different type of, um, you know, your motivation is going to be different. And you, there might be things that are going to be, there might be some lines that you can't really cross. And, you know, in theory, while that might be true, the way she moving, it's like, it's, she can get very close because I'm going to get you, I'm going to get your man clipped. And I'm going to do it so smooth that you're not even going to realize that I'm going to kill your homie. You know what I'm saying? Look, I got New Jack City for you and your boy to watch. Tell him to come all over. I'm lining your man up. You my son. I love you to death, but I need to save you because you eating cereal after a death like it's no ramifications for that. So a body got to drop, and I know that's your homie, and now you kind of told me that you got the guns from his brother, and you know what I mean? So now I placed him at the scene, so this is going to kind of work out. You know what I mean? But I'm going to do it smooth. Right. You know, it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of like, I don't know if people talk about this, but like parents, you know, there's sometimes like the role of a parent is, is a, um is an interesting role because there's the expectation for what a parent could and should be but then there's also the hum the human side of just people you know what i mean people are going to be people people have their own motivations just because they got kids don't mean certain things change and mm. sometimes you know maybe maybe not always with the uh most ill intentions but sometimes your kids can be you know pawns in what you're trying to accomplish you know what i'm saying or You know, it's just like, you don't really hear about, like, you don't really think about, or you might, I I don't say you, I, or there's times when I'm looking at, like, there can be times when your mother might have lied to you, you know what I'm saying, or your father might have lied to you, and did some shit that you might not agree with, and you you the kid, so you kind of got to stay in the child's place, Mm -hmm. but... You're like, I don't, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? That was a little grimy. And, and it's like, a, it's a, it's that weird area where it's like, but you supposed to be my mom's. And then you, dad, oh, I get it. I see what you was doing. Or maybe I don't even see what you was doing. But I, I'm peeping that. That, that, wasn't, that wasn't all the way kosher. There's a different negotiation in that moment because this is somebody that's supposed to be someone who nurtures you, mm-hmm. but they're people just like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody does wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there could be such an idealized expectation of a parent 
that when they do some wrong or some grimy shit, it could be devastating. You know what I'm saying? And right. um, so anyway, but, yeah. But, but the thing ahead. is, she she already let him know. Like you've crossed the line. You in this shit, and this is some shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, she ain't got to tell him she finna line his boy up because that ain't how it's supposed to go. But she gonna line his boy up to protect him. As Unique was was trying to break down to her, she gonna protect. She gonna protect him. She know he was a little stupid, but you know what I'm saying. He didn't cross the line, and and he in the middle of some street shit. You know what I mean? So. Now the street's gonna act accordingly, and he gonna catch up. Obviously, we know he catches up, but this is first lesson in the shit. He done, he done got two cats that he knew, in not you know close to his you know his age, his age group, his 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 peer set, buck twenty, and now his his own homeboy. You know what I mean? Off the rip. Now that's how you started in the game. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a you know. I'm sure a lot of people start like that, but that's a rough start. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like murder game on day one. That's 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 real. That's that's real. That's advanced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it and edit, but it's so sudden because what I what I caught too, what I was looking at, and um, to your point, yeah, she said, and she gave him. She tried to talk him out of it. Like, look. Go to Stuyvesant, which I also wanted to ask you, is the is the escalator thing true? Yes. But, um, you know, okay, beautiful, that's some bananas. Um, but go to Stuyvesant, like, go go be all you can be. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this because I want you to have something different. I want you to, you know what I mean? Like, I want you to go further than I could even fathom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you could tell, you know, when they show the little things where she's talking about, like, the constellations and stuff like that, you can see that she's probably just as bright or was bright when she was, you know what I mean? Not to say she's not anymore, but like mm-hmm. all of that shit is now being used for for the drug game. Right. But she probably had just as much promise as Kanan did, but she's where she is. She's in the right. game. And it's, it's you know, the stakes are very high and, you know what I mean, the rewards, you know, could be high or they could not be. You know what I mean? It's very life or death. Right. Whereas like you could be a fucking astronaut. You could be a lawyer. You could be something that's, you know, quote unquote legitimate or legitimate. You know what I mean? Something that could kind of, you know, you could be the change. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you also my son, so you up close and personal just by proximity and you seeing all of this and from where you live and from who's getting shine in the neighborhood, this is way more familiar and in your face than anything else all of those you know coveted professions or those those good jobs or good careers that's something that that's an ambition that's like that's far off Mm -hmm. this that i'm in this that i got to contend with when i go to the school i'm not trying to jump on a train and go all the way outside the community to go to this old you know this fucking amazing school no, I'm trying. I'm not trying to leave. I'm trying to be here in the mix. You, my moms. I see what you're doing. I want to hold you down. I want to help you. I, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm young and smart, and I'm eager, and I I have perceived. I see perceived weight. I see holes in which the shit could be better. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's saying all of this shit before that. Nah, go ahead, do this, get out of this. Da 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 da. But yo, you want to get in the game, and you jumped in the game on the on the you know. <laughs> 
on the escalated path, you straight into the murder game. So now you are in it. Mm-hmm. You didn't just sell a little bit of, you know, you ain't sell a couple, you know, some, some crack or some shit like that that is negligible. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No, you took somebody out. You know what I mean? You went against a fucking, a pack that I just, you know what I mean? Like you really altered the path of my business. So now you in this shit and now I ain't got no real choice. Even though you my son, I got to kind of treat you just one just off the strength of what this really is, I got to give it to you how it is. You know what I mean? Just for the integrity of the business. And it's just, it's got to be what it's got to be. I know you, my son, and this is going to be crazy. It's fucked up and it's going to be a conflict of interest. But if I got to stay true to this shit, you know, you on the board now. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and she tells him that all the time. You on the mm-hmm. board. You know, like when you shot that gun, listen, there's a bullet coming your way. You in this shit. There's nothing I could do. I could help you along, but trust and believe you there's no base. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no base. And you better you better smarten up. You better keep your head on a swivel. Be scared. Be alert. All of that. I'm telling you this while mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, I'm pushing you to school and all of that shit. Be alert though, Pop, because motherfuckers is talking about you and you need to know and I think in that one scene in the beginning where he eating and shit like he's eating his breakfast and he's just like he hearing her but he not hearing her going back to are you hearing me or are you listening? <laughs> it goes back to that whole shit. Like I thought that was well played. Like he just seemed like a teenager that might have bit off more than he could chew and don't really know the gravity of the situation. Yeah, a little you know arrogant what I'm saying? about it. Like, <laughs> little arrogant. Like yeah, arrogant. Just real super nonchalant about it. Like he don't he think it is what it is. He can handle it as it comes. I mean, that um, that was the most uh, fucking looming-ass 9X motherfucker with the phone book. I ain't never seen a nigga give a phone book out like that. I did. That nigga, when he threw that phone book, I was like, oh, shit. Ricky! You know, who the fuck? But long story short, yeah. Long story short, like, it's, he's in a dirty game. And mm-hmm. now your mother's not just your mother. You know what I'm saying? And it's going, it's a, that's a rude awakening. That's gotta be, you know? But, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, it's, I, that's, I, enjoyed it. I think he wants that awakening. He, it's not, I don't think it's strange for him. I just, I think he's in above his head and where he really thinks he should be. You know what I'm saying? Too small for his own right. good. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what I like about, you know, the show's, that are you know being written nowadays about street culture is not very one dimensional anymore. You know, what I'm saying just a wildcat. No, you mm-hmm. never really knew the humanity of a lot of these. You know, what I'm saying characters mm-hmm. before. You know, what I'm saying now you're kind of getting into some more of the humanity of it all. Um, thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying something other than you know just I'm a street scientist and street genius or a, a violent criminal. I understand certain things, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, his mother probably was smart. You don't make it to the top of the dope game being no dummy. You know what I'm saying? You don't make it to the top Mm -hmm. of of none of this shit being dumb. You know what I mean? You had to have a lot of different kinds of skills. You had to have, you know, you had to understand the business. You had to understand business itself. You had to understand people. You know what I mean? You got to understand, you know, violence and what comes with this shit and how to how to how to administer it as well as dodge it you know what i mean and and when mm-hmm. to do you know what i'm saying when you got to do either one so it's a lot to to be at the top 
of of the game in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And become somebody, a breakout person that that is like, yeah, that's that's the one. That don't come easy. You you don't stay, you don't you don't stay easy. So you got to be some kind of brilliant to to make it to that point. You know what I'm saying? And even mm-hmm. inside of the prisons, you know what I'm saying? How that shit, the hierarchy and the structure, that shit. You know what I mean? You don't make it to the top of that shit just being no dummy. You know? You might make it being strong and violent and just can't nobody whoop my ass. But the rest of these motherfuckers, you got to be smart to make it to the top of the pyramid and that shit. That's all I got. So I, I enjoy that they're, they're adding some of these elements into these stories. good so far I like it I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it it's a, it's a, a good new addition you know I liked it so far no doubt uh, yeah that's it so far I don't know if I, you got any other thoughts on it nah that's it okay I bet anything else you want to chop it up about nah I think I'm good man <laughs> Okay. Cool, I ain't got cool, nothing cool, else. I'm cool, shit. I guess. We're an hour and a half, man. We we did it. Yeah, we gave we did what we did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody got shortchanged here. Nah, it's nah. time to transform and roll out. Fair you know, until next week, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. Yeah. Sim.